My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's time today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to travel and cruise industry news on this, the seventh day of March 2022. Coming to you from a very windy Bedford County in Virginia. Man, the wind's blowing out there today. But it's going to be up in the 70s and then go to the 30s tonight. Just ridiculous. So today is National Cereal Day, folks. Now, everybody knows that I'm a big egg guy, especially eggs Benedict in the morning. However, I every now and then I'll just be in the mood for a bowl of cereal. So I normally have. Yeah, and it's old-fashioned brands for me, you know, Rice Krispies or Cheerios. The only thing I've ever really cared much for in the way of cereal. But today's National Cereal Day, so go get a bowl of cereal. Reasonably busy Monday for cruise ships sailing from North American ports today. Down in Charleston, we got the Carnival Sunshine. Jacksonville, the Carnival Spirit gets underway. First cruise out of Jacksonville with for the Spirit. Got some more news on the Spirit a little bit later in the show. Port Canaveral, we've got the Disney Dream, Independence of the Seas, the Carnival Liberty, and Mariner of the Seas all get underway. West Palm Beach, the Grand Classica. Of course, that very soon now will be officially be the Margaritaville, I got a Margaritaville shirt on today, as a matter of fact. The Margaritaville at Sea Paradise, or Margaritaville Paradise at Sea, or I'm not sure what they're settled on, but anyway, Margaritaville Paradise, very soon. Down in Fort Lauderdale, that's Port Everglades, of course, the Regal Princess gets underway, Celebrity Millennium, Celebrity Silhouette and Vision of the Seas. In Miami, the Norwegian Sky, Carnival Conquest, Freedom of the Seas, and Seven Seas Splendor. In Tampa, Celebrity Constellation, and New Orleans, New Orleans, Carnival Valor sails today. 
out in Long Beach and Los Angeles, Carnival Radiance, and over in San Pedro. You know, that's only about seven tenths of a mile away by the roads. Navigator of the Seas, that's more than that, three or four miles. Anyway, San Pedro, Navigator of the Seas gets underway. Headlines today, oops, a malfunction on the wonder of the seas. Plans for Mobile revealed Costa Castana on her maiden voyage. You know, Canadian uh, Canadian folks, they changed their policies, it looks like. So Alaska sailing season and the Canadian sailing season is all going to go off. Uh, according to Hoyle now, it looks like which is a good thing. And man, a new record was set. We'll talk about that a little bit later too. If you're listening today via the podcast, uh, you can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net or wherever you get your podcast from to search for travel and cruise industry news and you'll find the old fat travel guy. And that's all the big names, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Pandora, Spotify, TuneIn, you name it, uh, we're there. Quite often when I uh, go on cruises, which I'm getting ready to go on a cruise, on or head down to Port Canaveral on Friday, uh, I'll be posting videos and clips and those kind of things. So you might always want to always check in the description of the podcast in case you want to grab the video feed and jump over and take a look at pictures or clips or whatever that I might make reference to during the podcast. So special guest this morning. My guest this morning on Travel and Cruise Industry News podcast and regular broadcast is Kelly Narosky, paralyzed from the lower chest down uh, two months after she was in college. She's a government contractor, a professional speaker, a corporate travel agent, agent uh, has been at least. For my purposes, she's an advocate of disability rights and an avid traveler, having visited 46 states and 48 countries since she was paralyzed. Kelly, welcome back to Travel and Cruise Industry News. How's things out in Kansas? Hi there. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Things are a little icky today, the weather, um, but I can't complain. So. Well, it was really nice in Virginia today. It got up in the 70s, but then it's going to get cold again. But then I'm yeah. leaving Friday, so, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be gone for a month this time. That's exciting. I'm actually driving instead of flying because I, I had issues with flying last time. Not real issues, but so I'm a big fat guy. and it's There's more room for fiascos when you fly. Um, the gas prices went up just in time for you. To, to oh, yeah. That's you. just lovely. I'll go pay $8 a gallon for gas when I'm driving. So I, who cares? <laughs> All right. I got a couple questions for you. Yeah. Uh -huh. I, I, wanted to, I wanted to pick your brain. Since the last time you were on this show, uh, uh, since then, of course, I've been on three cruises, and I realize you are not a uh, cruise expert, and so I'm not expecting 
expertise from you on cruise ships or anything like that. I just want opinions of somebody that's challenged, more mobility challenged than I am. <clears throat> okay. So, and I lost my my phone. No, there it's back. Okay. First of all, I was on my, let's just, just talk something simple. My staterooms on all three ships. Now, I have my, I rent a scooter mm -hmm. because, you know, I can walk a little bit. I can go up four or five steps so I can get to a hot tub, <clears> but I can't walk a whole lot more. I could travel with a walker in case I need that because I've been screwed a couple times and trying to get to my scooters. But I have to take this the scooter into my room at night so because you can't block the hallway mm -hmm. and I can charge it up. Right. How do you get in and out of it when you're traveling solo? Mm -hmm. Get in and out of a stateroom. Those are heavy doors without it banging you on both arms and hitting you in the face. And how do you handle that? Well, um, I'm a manual wheelchair user and it's just about getting in that right angle to grab the door. And sometimes it's hard. It's real hard, but they're supposed to, if possible, have those doors be uh, five pounds of pressure or less yeah. um, whenever possible. And um, there are very few doors I can't get, even if they're just hard. But what about people with, um, you know, upper upper body issues yeah. that they may not have their tricep muscles. Right. right? So um, I personally can handle it. It's just difficult sometimes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I struggled with it, but then the one that got me even worse than that was on the Davina. Now, admittedly, the Davina is an older ship compared to um, the, the seashore, which is a new smart ship, they call them. The Davina is an older ship, but on the uh, whatever deck it was where the buffet is, you had the buffet on roughly half the ship, and then you had an outdoor pool, and then another section for an indoor pool. Mm -hmm. To access the buffet, I had to enter through the indoor pool. The only way to get in there was two big, heavy glass doors. If I went to another bank of elevators on down in the middle of the buffet and came up, then I had to go through a big wooden door. No automatic doors on the ship. Yeah, they need to do that. They need to put some push button doors. And I've only been on four cruises, but I do remember there being push buttons in some places. Yeah. Um, I also think um, my wheelchair may not be as deep as your scooter. So like there's nothing in front of me. I think doors are probably easier. Yeah. That um, but usually if there's a worker around, they're going to open it anyway. And I know that's not what you shouldn't have to go look for one. Right. It's a hassle. Right. But I hope that you gave them feedback. Um, as you oh. know, there has to be an ADA officer on every ship um, about, you know, it's best practice to put the, the push buttons in.
Well, I mean, we did have one major victory with MSC, which I was tickled about. And that is they did not, they were not set up to get somebody mobility challenged from curbside to the room. You had to get into the building. Now, yes, with me, with the walker, I could do it, but it about killed me. And then they would not take you all the way to your cabin. You had to get to the elevator, from the elevator to your cabin to get the scooter because it's got to be in the stupid cabin. So when I sat down with the, when I got to the right person on in guest services and we talked about the whole issues, I mean, I thought this guy was going to have a stroke. They, he had, by the time I got on this, on cruise number three, MSC had changed their entire policies. I was curbside to the cabin. And when I left, disembarked, I pick up the telephone in my room and I call down guest services and I say, I'm ready for a wheelchair. And I say, I'll be there in five minutes. In five minutes, they're at your door to take you off the ship. So. Well, I hope they publish that policy and thank you for advocating because that improves um, quality of life for thousands of people over the long term. So, yeah, because I, I talked with several other people on on the ship that had sailed other cruises and had issues similar to mine. Uh, and they were tickled pink with all of a sudden that were, you know, from the curb on. So <laughs> hopefully that will stay in place. I, I'm doing another MSC from Port Canaveral. Uh, my my next two cruises, uh, which I sail actually sail next Sunday. So let's All see right. if they do what they're supposed to do. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Next issue: <laughs> swimming pools and hot tubs. And this one's the one. This is one you need to talk me off the ledge because I mean I know that they have to have the lift. Mm -hmm. All right. I understand they can't rebuild every swimming pool, but boy, when they build these ships, they could certainly make them accessible or maybe make one hot tub accessible. That would be nice. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there was even on the Davina, there was a an accessibility ramp to nowhere, which I did a, a video about that. As a... Okay, I'm a big fat guy. I know, Kelly, you would never know that, but I'm a big fat guy, okay? The thought of somebody picking me up in the lift chair and swinging me out over the water and putting me back down in a hot tub or a swimming pool, I find degrading, humiliate, humiliating, embarrassing, because it's like, you know, hundreds of people are looking, oh, look at the old handicapped guy. Let's swing him out and over the water. Do other people feel that way? Yeah. I mean, I'm one that hates a spectacle. I'm not one of those laid back, easygoing, I'm fine with everybody staring at me people. Yeah. Um, all, you know, how all the walking people are different. Well, all the wheelchair users are different. And I'm more high strung. And I won't. I will avoid a spectacle at all costs. So I have to really, first of all, I'm going to choose hot tub time when no one's around, if possible. Secondly, um, I've done lifts before, not on cruises, but at swimming pools. A lot of the time I have my husband around and he just 
throws me in. It just depends on the situation, but there's a lot of people around. I, it's just not worth it to me. Um, and, but I do end up missing out on things. You know how, you know what I mean? So I don't have an, any good advice. All I can share is how I feel. I can validate your feelings. No spectacle. Okay, good. I'm so glad. Because <laughs> I'm just thinking, wow, maybe other people think, well, it's worth it just so I can get in the hot tub or the pool. But man, number one, I would, I would sure hate to see the poor guy that tries to pick my fat butt up and not one of those lifts to start with. I don't want to have to go find somebody and deal with it and they can't figure it out. And it's just, and everyone's staring and I, I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah. Well, I'm actually looking forward to this, the next month. Number one, since all my health issues came about, I haven't driven anything other than going across town to the doctors and stuff. So I'm going to have my, I've got a small lightweight scooter that's fine for me here and fine for running around like maybe stopping at a, at a motel or something or a hotel. Um, I'll have that. I'll have my walker. Uh, you know, I'll have everything in the car I need to do everything I want to do. But I'm looking forward to driving and maybe finding some place and stopping and seeing how accessible some of the attractions are between here in Florida and from Florida to Galveston and then from Galveston back to Virginia. I'm just really excited about the next, this next month. So. Oh, that's going to be exciting. Do you have it all laid out where you're going to stay and stuff like that? Yeah. As a matter of fact, one of my, one of my guests, one of my regulars on, on this show booked three nights for me and paid for my hotels, which was awesome. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, I was a lot of options. You had a lot of options on that I-95 corridor between you and Port Canaveral. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff on that. Because I, I used to drive that a lot from um, Richmond, Virginia, where I used to live, to Jacksonville, Florida. And yeah, you, you well, anyway. I'm, I'm saying I'm leaving after my show on Friday. And my first stop is in Orangeville, Orangeburg, whatever it is, South Carolina. Mm -hmm. And then Saturday, I go into jacksonville and have lunch with another one of my regulars that lives in jacksonville and maybe another regular from the lives in orlando is going to come over and meet us we'll, we'll see about that and then on again on on the uh, divina i mean not, not the divina the meraviglia on sunday and i'm on her back-to-backs uh two short cruise four nights and a three night uh and then i get back and pick up my car take off and i got a couple nights booked on the way over to toward galveston you can do the gulf coast you could do a stop oh, yeah. the oh, there's, I, I love the gulf coast i'm yeah. good at the water's prettier over there anyway so jacksonville if you need restaurant recommendations shoot me an email or a messenger because i go twice a year for the past 20 years my brother and dad are they're foodies like you and i are okay. and so we know where to eat so just shoot me a note if you want okay sweet that's awesome. When's your next trip? Uh, well, I was supposed to be going to Chile last week, but that got moved because of COVID. But uh, somebody, the travel agency moved it. Um, my next trip, it, I mean, I'm going to St. Louis. That doesn't really count. That's a few hours away to listen to a speaker next month. But I guess um, Pennsylvania, the first week of June is my trip. 
my husband's going to jump out of planes in Reading. We'll do a day in Philadelphia, go over to Delaware. <clears throat> That's my next bigger trip. Okay. That's so you'll add another state to your list. Yeah, I wasn't gonna say that, but yeah. Yeah. I, no, I'm I'm the same way. I'm missing three, and one of these days I'll get my three. I'm gonna get one of them. Whenever you're near right. one, you gotta get over there, right? Whenever you're near one. Yeah. I have to, I'm going to Seattle. So that's going to be one of my three missing. There you go. That's not an easy one to get. No, we're going to be like a half hour from Delaware. And I'm like, so we're just going to run over there and have dinner. Yeah. And then you come back. Yeah. Yeah. I've been known to do things like that. All right, Kelly. Thank you so much. I need to get to the news today. Okay. Oh. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Kelly. It's Take good care. to talk to you again. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. And that's Kelly Narosky, who's, you know, a disability advocate. She's just so sharp. She's so much fun. I thoroughly enjoy that. All right, I'll be back with a little bit of news this morning. Not a whole lot of news, but I'll be back with a little of it right after this word from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be. Back with the news, guys. While many of the some 4,000 sailing on Royal Caribbean's newest, largest, wonderful wonder of the seas were ashore in Lavity, Haiti yesterday, a sprinkler malfunction occurred in the early afternoon. Let's see if I did this right and loaded it right. Ooh, where is it? Ah. I don't know what happened to it. I had a clip and I don't see it now. Oh, well. Let's see if I can pull it up. No. Ah. Anyway, I had a clip of the, uh, of the malfunction. Uh, so I'll have to, I'll, maybe I can bring that back for tomorrow. Uh, anyway, there was a, a neat clip on the malfunction on the uh, sprinkler system. Basically, the sprinkler malfunction happened and the Royal Promenade, which stretches down the center of the vessel on deck five from the Royal Theater at the ship's bow to the main dining room, which is stored the aft. The Royal Promenade was uh, has a high open ceiling with staterooms overlooking the interior from higher decks. The sprinkler soaked the center portions of deck five 
Crew members acted quickly and efficiently to cordon off the area and the promenade was closed uh, for cleanup, including lowering the fire doors in adjacent sections to contain the water and keep the guests from falling on slippery floors and other possible hazards. I hate to laugh, but it's almost comical. Uh, parts of deck four and six were also closed, likely to check for potential leaks or other necessary cleanup adjacent to the impacted sections of the Royal Promenade. The incident appears to have been a completely a malfunction. There were no alarm calls made. There was no fire reported on board. And within a couple hours, man, they had it all cleaned up, dried up, and reopened for guests to enjoy. So hats off to the wonder of the seas, folks. But yeah, a malfunction on a brand new ship. Ah, it's not the first time it's happened. Ah, some of you might remember the original Mardi Gras, which was back a hundred years ago. I was back actually before I started cruising. I was back in 1972 or three or something. Uh, that was a, a brand new ship on its inaugural sailing, sailed out of Miami and they beached it and got stuck. So that was a, on another inaugural sailing that went a little afoul. But anyway, the, congratulations to the crew for getting the wonder of the seas back and going. All right. Over the weekend, Carnival Ecstasy sailed from Mobile, which is the first sailing there in over two years. Carnival Ecstasy offers four and five day Western Caribbean itineraries from uh, from uh, that port through October 10th. October 10th, the ecstasy will be leaving the fleet. Maybe to be sold, but probably to be scrapped as all her sister ships have been done. Uh, the four-day voyages visit Cozumel and the five-day voyages visit Cozumel and Costa Maya or Progreso, one or the other. There'll also be a one-time 10-day Carnival Journeys cruise that departs September 10th. The sailing features Key West, Grand Turk, Amber Cove, Grand Cayman, and Cozumel. That's before the ecstasy goes away. Meanwhile, Carnival also announced this weekend that the Carnival Spirit will be based from Mobile starting in the fall of 2023. The cruise line will announce a new uh, seasonal six and eight day cruise program running from October 6, 2023 through March 30th, 2024. Now, remember, that's all replacing the spirit schedule from uh, uh, down under. So uh, there's still some confusion as to What's going to happen in the interim? Uh, the Spirit class ship will be sailing Eastern and Western Caribbean, including calls to Bimini, Half Moon Key, Mahogany Bay, along with other ports of call. So it's going to open up some ports to folks that sail have sailed out of mobile before that they've never had, which is cool. But the, the issue that's left with it is there's this, big hole in the schedule you got from October of this year, uh, October, 2022 until October 6th of 2023 that right now there's nothing scheduled. 
from the Mobile. Uh, well, I mean, they still have Carnival Sensation. Well, Carnival Sensation's already been beached. You know, it's scrapped. So, I, could they maybe you know, bring, you know, Carnival Spirit back earlier? I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of, it's still con very confusing what Carnival's doing. Costas Toscana, the newest Costa Cruises cruise ship, sailed this weekend from Savona, Italy on her maiden voyage. The ship is powered by LNG. Marks another step forward for Costa Cruises with the expectation the entire fleet will be operational by summer. The new flagship for Costa Cruises will sail the Western Mediterranean until November of 22. That's this November at which time she heads for Brazil for the next Brazilian season. Oceana Cruises has set a new single-day booking record, folks, with reservations for its 2024 Around the World in 180 Days voyage, selling out in 30 minutes. Sweet. Now, showed a 12% increase over the cruise line's previous record. So, not a whole lot in the way of news this morning, and some of it confusing. And by the way, like I say, apparently, and I could not get any definitive answers on this, but apparently Canada changed that 100% thing or something, because all of a sudden, Everybody's talking about sailing uh, for, for the fall season on the Easter East Coast and sailing for the Alaska season on the West Coast and sailing from Vancouver. I mean, just, you know, all, yeah, all the different cruise lines are putting stuff out now about Alaska when everybody was kind of treading water, hoping that uh, Canada would change or we change the law. Well, that didn't happen, but that's where we stand until we get official word uh, tomorrow sometime. It uh, looks like that's what's going to happen. All right, so let's go see, <clears throat> other than Hot Air Tom, who's in the chat room this morning. Hot Air's been uh, checking to make sure that I have everything set on the car. I did tell him on down through about the 10th question uh, that I'm going to stop today. I'm going to PT this afternoon, and I'm going to stop and fill up today because it's going to get worse. I'm thinking later on in the week it's going to be up, <clears throat> you know, another 10, 20 cents. Um, my Volt is enjoying this. <clears throat> Nikki drives a Tesla. Nice. Oh, good. We've been sex bombed again. Block user. Okay. Got rid of them. Hi, Cindy. Cindy's with us. Back from her cruise. Do not like reality back at work. I know. that's It's awful. <clears throat> when you have to come back to reality. <clears throat> 
Yeah, hot air caught the I have a sex bomber. Um, well, you could be me and take the office on the ship. Hi, y'all. Nikki says it's 81 degrees there now, expecting a high of 70 on Saturday. <clears throat> well, it's going to be uh, a pushing 80 here today, which is nice, but then it's going down in the 30s tonight. And tomorrow's, the high tomorrow's in the 40s, I think it said. <clears throat> and then it starts warming up. <clears throat> Sorry about my throat this morning. Anyway. Um, Nikki says, so true. I haven't paid any attention to gas prices for a while. Yeah, that's the benefit for you guys. I will admit that. In the words of an old country song, sometimes we have to face the cold, hard facts of life. Hard to adjust to Monday morning after a cruise. <laughs> Good point, Nikki. Cindy says, uh, wish it would work for me, but with the dual monitors I need, the number of hours I work per day and the internet speed required just wouldn't work for me. <laughs> Carol's with us. Hi, Carol. <clears throat> Emily's here. There's Emily. I hope you don't have a walkie-talkie at home again, Emily. Where's everybody? The weekend flew by. Hot Air says, Cindy, my laptop has dual monitors. Makes things so much more productive. I use long log mine software and the ship internet speed has not been an issue. The land-based PC on high speed on high speed connects to all the work sites. Nice. <clears throat> figured hot air would have it figured out. I'd love to hear Kelly's Jacksonville restaurant recommendation. Okay, I'll send her a message and see what she says. Thanks, Kelly. Network sponsor, dog, dog topic. Dog, I can't even read that hot air. Dogtopia. Okay. I see, I see that now it makes sense below. I heard the doggy again on CNN this morning. Yeah, there, there's one in the news that was, yeah, that news was awful. <laughs> I saw a clip made me think of London and the fog and rain. Yeah, I'm sorry that I lost that. It was pretty cool. I will try to get that up for tomorrow. I thought I had downloaded it, but apparently I didn't. Um, my, oh, I know where. I'm looking in the wrong place. I bet you anything. There it is. Okay, so let me figure out. See if I can 
if I can quickly load up to show you that one. We're going to try to do that, folks, on the fly, which doesn't mean that I can do it, but we're going to attempt it. So I got to come back over here to StreamYard to video clips to add a clip, and then I got to go find it again. Um, document clips. Where the devil did it go? Documents. I hate this is terrible. Um, ter terrible um, uh, broadcasting procedures here. But I certainly, I had it and then lost it. And now I can't seem to get my, put my finger on it. So if I do that, no. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna quit trying, folks, because it's. Um, I will get that loaded up for tomorrow, and figure out how to do it. So sorry about that. All right. Anybody else pop in while I was screwing with that? Um, I saw a clip made me think of London in the fog and rain. Yeah, only it was in the middle of the ship. Um, you should mention that Miami was not a deep water port back then. Yeah, the incident uh, convinced them to make a deep water channel. That's correct. That was the one thing that set Miami up to become what it is today was them beaching a brand new ship uh and again i just uh, you know i was on i was on the mardi gras i was a couple years after that um, so i was in 72 or 73 it's probably five years after that was i sailed on the mardi gras in 78 i think it was 78 or 79 um All right. Um, Hot Air says, I found some news on Sky for September 23. Sky cruises were canceled for a good part of 2023. Sky now has two cruises on the schedule departing to Quebec from Baltimore. Yeah, I saw that. But what's they doing with the rest of the time? I'm, the, the, some of these, the schedule, it's just like with Carnival, with, with this hole in the uh, the mobile schedule. I mean, there's a year that with nothing set right now. And you wouldn't think they'd get cruises started there just to let them die for a year. That's not good marketing. Uh, gives me a good excuse to try the Amtrak Ace LA bucket list item. Tell Cindy to relax and breathe. It'll be fine. 
uh, you're taking the Amtrak to LA. Is that what is that? Am I reading that correctly, Tom? What Asa or is it Asala? I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not familiar with that at all, guys. You're going to have to bring me up to date. Remember, I live in a cave. Um, Hot Air says it looks like uh, Bermuda's improving their rules. Travel authorization is now only 40 bucks, and they allow an antigen test within two days. Now, by the way, I packed up my uh, tests for the next uh, month. It's already in my suitcase, so I don't forget it. So... Mid-60 today, but cold at night again, yeah. Cindy says, I'll just start counting down to the next cruise end of April on the breakaway. Nice. I do have a walkie-talkie. I turned it off. I will have to charge that one and get another one. Wow. One of these days, they're going to put a rest warrant out for you. I will have to take the doggies out of Dogtopia once it's warm, warm out. Okay, Asla is the faster train Amtrak has in the Northeast travel from New York to Baltimore. It's what we use, we will use it for. Okay, now I see. Emily says you got it hot air. Okay, I was just not familiar with that terminology. So, all right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. Again, I will uh, try to resurrect the clip on the. Uh, the oops on the wonder of the seas for tomorrow's show. Uh, and as always, guys, thanks for being with me. If you're new to this channel, yeah, normally I'm a little more together than I was today, but no, I'm not. So I'm just getting all excited and ready to go on a cruise, y'all. Friday, I leave after the show Friday and take off for places to the south. All right, guys, as always, appreciate the thumbs up. If you haven't subscribed to this channel, please consider doing so. We do travel and cruise every travel and cruise industry news five days a week, Monday through Friday at 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I try to do that whether I'm on a cruise or not. I'm going to be doing some uh, port days. I'm going to be uh, doing taping the show early and putting it live at 11. So I will be someplace in port uh, doing hopefully accessible excursions someplace. So that's going to happen on these, this next batch of cruises, and we'll see how that goes. All right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. As always, thanks for being with me. This is the old fat travel guy. We'll see you tomorrow at 11 o'clock for Travel and Cruise Industry News on Tuesday. That'll be on the 8th of March. You guys have a fabulous day. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Think about cruising. And hopefully one of these days we'll all meet on the high seas. The old fat travel guy. Later, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, 
just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.